0: Welcome to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor, and I am so excited that you are joining us today. We're gonna talk about how to get the most out of your healthcare visit. Have you ever had a visit with your healthcare provider and thought, man, that could have gone better? Maybe you left and realized you forgot to mention something, the thing that you actually came in for, Or perhaps after a lengthy discussion with the doctor, you went home and couldn't recount what the next steps would be. This happens to the best of us. I've taken my children to the doctor and realized when I've gotten home that I couldn't articulate to my husband what the doctor's next plans were, and I'm a physician. Or maybe you feel like you didn't have enough time to have your concerns addressed at least as much as you would've liked them to be addressed. Here's a patient experience posted by a Reddit user about a year ago. It's titled, anyone else feel like OB-GYN appointments are rushed? The last few appointments I've had have felt so rushed and pointless. You get about a minute to hear the baby's heart through their Doppler, I bought my own, so I can do this whenever, and if you've had no complications, worrying issues going on, they send you on your way feels like I hardly get the chance to ask questions about development and such, as if I'm just a number to them. I'm 18 weeks exact tomorrow. I might look into another provider, honestly. Ouch, that is not an ideal doctor's visit. I know you're thinking, well, after the pandemic, there was a rush for people to have their non-urgent visits, so it's not surprising she felt rushed. Even so, there's a way to optimize your visit even if you have limited time. According to the CDC, in 2016, there were 278 office-based physician visits per 100 persons, with the visit numbers being slightly higher for women than men. While those numbers have surely changed, likely due to the pandemic, that still means a lot of healthcare visits and potential opportunities for improvement. And honestly, those numbers only include office-based physician visits, not visits to your nurse practitioner, et cetera. So that is really a lot of potential opportunities for improvement. What exactly are those opportunities for improvement? How can you maximize your doctor's visits? First, take notes it is crucial that you take notes before, during, and even after your visit. Making a list of questions or symptoms you have helps keep you focused on your original concerns so your healthcare provider can best address them. Often, my patients have lists with multiple questions, and they usually just pull them up on their phones at the beginning and the end of the visit. I do my best to address them during the visit, but we may actually have to just sit for a little while, a few minutes at the end, to get through all of them. During the visit, they may generate new questions as well. Taking notes helps clarify your thoughts and confirms that you fully understand the doctor's recommendations. So while you're taking notes, you can continue to reference your responses. And if you read through it while you're still at the doctor's office and you're like, oh man, I don't even really understand what I wrote here, that's another opportunity for us to just go over and discuss to make sure that you fully understand what our recommendations are or any things that we would like you to do after the appointment. Number two, and you might like roll your eyes at me for this one, show up on time. I know that sometimes when you get to the doctor's office on time, you have to sit and wait. I know, and there is a reason for this. Healthcare providers have a limited amount of time allotted for each appointment. You hate it, we hate it, I know. What we really would love to do is just sit down and spend as much time as we needed with you until your concerns were addressed. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. So your goal is to make sure that you get that full visit time. And our appointments might only be 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and that's all the time that we have. So this means showing up early. When we ask that you arrive 10 to 20 minutes before your visit, we mean it. Once you get to the office, you have to, one, check in, two, have someone check your vital signs, and then three, be escorted to the exam room to disrobe. You might even wanna run to the bathroom, so that's a fourth thing that you would need to do. All of this takes time, often around 10 minutes or so. If you show up exactly on time for your appointment, that means 10 minutes of your visit time will be consumed by visit preparation, and then you'd only have 10 minutes to have your concerns addressed, and we don't want that. We want you to have your full visit time. Number three, be honest. I cannot stress this enough. Providing honest answers allows your healthcare provider to assess your risks and recommend appropriate intervention. For example, if you lie about your love of Hickory smoked bacon and the fact that you consume three packs of bacon a week by yourself. We've missed an important opportunity to assess your cardiovascular risk and cholesterol screening. I might still ask you some questions, but if that's what your diet is, then we need to dive a little deeper into that and get more information. Likewise, if you lie about your number of current sexual partners and tell me zero to one instead of four to five, We miss an opportunity to discuss the right frequency of STI screening and the best ways to keep you safe. And we don't want to miss those opportunities. They're all really for your benefit. Four, know your history. Whenever possible, please know your health history. I know sometimes it's difficult because maybe families didn't really talk about things as much, or some of us are adopted and we don't know our family history. So that's why I say, whenever possible, Please know your health history. Medical conditions and previous surgeries are important to share with your healthcare provider since they may necessitate follow up. For example, a history of an ovarian cyst might prompt your doctor to order an ultrasound. You know, it just depends on how the cyst was described or if there was a concern. Not knowing your current medications or allergies could be deadly, especially if a new recommendation is added. Sometimes a patient will come in with a simple UTI and I'm like, oh man, you know, this is easy. I'll just give you this medication. But then it becomes complicated by all of the antibiotics that they have allergies to and I have to avoid. It's good to have that history to avoid a complication. Pregnancy and GYN history are also critical, as they may highlight conditions that need to be investigated or give us a risk assessment for your current or future pregnancies. If you have a history of gestational diabetes, you have a significant chance of developing diabetes during the next 10 years. For this reason, we make sure to screen you for diabetes every few years. If you don't know that history, or if you don't tell me that history, I won't necessarily know to do that. So. Always good to share the history that you have. And finally, number five, be receptive. We are going to counsel you and make recommendations. However, you don't have to do things just because they're recommended. I always say to my patients, Hey, I'm just giving you recommendations. I can't make you do anything that you don't want to do. But the more important part is that you are receptive to the information that we're giving. Listen first, then let us know if you disagree. This way we can perform what's called shared decision-making, working together to create a plan that works best for you. And then I'm adding a number six, um, it's not really number 6 on my list, but just a little add a note. Hey, doctors and healthcare providers, we are people too. We go through a lot of this stuff. I just told you my own experience with having to come back and be like, "Oh man, what did the doctor say that they wanted me to do or what was that lab that I needed to do?" So we get it. We understand. And you know, we don't want you to feel judged. We're here really to just maximize your health optimize your health, and make you feel better and take care of you. So with that said, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the blog, to the YouTube channel. It's all ladypartsdoctor.com. And if you have any feedback, you know I love the feedback. If you have a topic in mind that you want to discuss, I love hearing that too. Uh, Again, thank you for joining me today. This is Dr. Stephanie Hack the Lady Parts Doctor. Until next time, take care.